0: This is Jets at Noon with Cameron Poitras and Jim Toth on 680-CJOB.
1: Welcome to the show. Cam Poitras, Jim Toth here Friday. Well, Robert texts the show 204-780-6868. He knows what day it is. Robert says, free-for-all Friday, the long weekend edition. Free-for-all. Yes, Robert. Oh, long weekend free-for-all.
0: That's yeah. when things can get
1: wild. Things get a little extra You hairy. go a little
0: harder on a long weekend. If you have a Friday-Saturday and you don't have to go till Tuesday, you go a little bit harder on a free-for-all.
1: Corey texts in. He says, free-for-all Friday. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. That's, Lord
0: ain't going to help you now. Not today on
1: Jets at Noon. Uh, we have something really special for one fan of the show, a listener. This just came in. I, I just, you're, Sophia from. You're, um, you're pumped about I'm this. I'm real pumped. Sophia, uh, lovely lady from our, um, uh, you know, promotions department. Promotions
0: department is allowing us to give away a new car. It's just as good. Oh, She ran a, in here vehicle.
1: two seconds before the show even started, and she goes, Cam, Jim, we have tickets to the Winnipeg Jets versus the Minnesota Wild, the Black History Month game coming up on February 20th, the biggest game at Cat and Life Center in the next well, a huge game coming up Saturday against the Vancouver Canucks, but this one against Minnesota. A lot of fans, Rivalry a lot game. of people have had this game circled. So we have tickets to that game. How of course we give away tickets on Free for All Friday? Well, we give it away to the best texter, the best caller, and that's it. The best person that texted in the show, 204 780 6860 I don't know what kind
0: of person they are, but if they're listening, they gotta be all right.
1: Yeah. Best caller.
0: Yeah. So but like last time, we had the we said you made a Cupid connection for a man and his bride.
1: That's right. And they went to the San Jose Sharks game. But this is a huge, huge matchup against so the wall. all wide. that scoring and stuff live. So 204-780-6868. 68, 68. Did you see the Sharks last night? They hammered the flames. How do they lose one nothing here? Get on a plane.
0: No hurdle. No couture. Go to Calgary. And pound the flames six three. That's
1: a question you have to ask the Calgary Flames. <laughs> they
0: don't. They're not answering. If that's the question, tell them you that's right now. It's a question
1: for them. Yeah. Uh, that's you know tough result for them. That's for sure. 204 780 Oh, we got call. Oh, we got calls already. Well, we got George on the line. Hey George, how you doing? Free for all Friday
2: hey, here. Good gentlemen. How are you? Doing Good great. George. Good George. Doing Happy great. Friday. George. So. Here's my problem When what's happening with the Jets. Their power play absolutely stinks. They can't get a goal if they were to pay the goalie and say, hey, here's five bucks, let me shoot it past you.
1: I think it would be cost a little bit more than five.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Exactly, but it's also possible for them to get a power play goal. So my thought is this. They're doing a lot of video uh, research on our Jets, and they're seeing that they're very predictable. Mm -hmm. So when you're predictable, all the goalie's got to do is, Pay attention to the footage, where it's going, who's shooting, and be there. And there's a lot of reasons why the pucks are hitting him right in the midsection, right?
1: Yeah, Jim, and you know what the thing is, and, and, and to George's point there, I, I think defenses are really uh, potential. Also, uh, penalty kill. Uh, you, you're seeing very similar penalty kills uh, against the Jets. Uh, you know, it's a trapezoid, you know, force them to the outside, force them to try to make the same pass, break it up and set it up the ice. I mean, how do you think it's going there? You think it's improving? You think it's well? you think? I think the power I play is where it is right now. I don't, I don't think it's going to improve. See, yeah. See, that's my opinion on
2: it. We I think talked it about is. that
0: last week or the week before. You don't think it's going to improve at all for the rest of the year. And I don't, no. I don't know how it can't stay, can stay this bad. I, I know it's not going to perform well enough to climb up to like 22 percent with what's mm. remaining on the schedule. But I, I don't see it. I I don't know how it can stay this bad. I I think there's too much talent. Uh, to George's point, it's predictable. And how do you get pre- predictability out of your power plays? move the puck quicker. Yeah. Uh, and that's but what I, I've uh, always thought. It, it it has to the puck has to move quicker, and they have to be more instinctual with it.
2: You also got to switch it up, though. I mean, if Kyle Connor's not scoring and, and nothing's happening with the top line, then try someone else on his side. You know, put Perfetti there with, uh, say, Shifley and even uh, Niederreiter. Mm. Like, Niederreiter is one of those guys that can go to the net. Pick a puck up, put it in. Like, how many goals do you see Niederreiter score on a breakaway?
1: You know, I have I have time for mo- maybe moving somebody in front of the net, but I think you, Kyle Connor's their best goal scorer. I, I know he's only had that empty net goal. And he's coming back from his injury, but Kyle Connor's their best goal-, goal scorer. You have to have him on the first unit
0: power. Yeah, play. I've well, never
2: have to also score goals in order to be up there, don't you? Like they say, well, are not. No one's
1: scoring, away. but no one's scoring, George. You know,
0: yeah, Niederreiter has not in over ten games, so to take Kyle Connor off there, well, he scored did, scored
1: um, and... um, against the Penguins.
0: Yes, well, that's yeah. true. I just, again, I, I know what everybody's thinking. I know that unless you want to change it up and stuff, it's the same players. I don't mind changing the players that are on the two power plays and mixing it up and matching that, but I'm not going to take a guy like Kyle Connor off the power play and put a guy that's not on the power play on it just to see if
2: it starts working better. I, I, I think- no, I don't say take him off the power play, but try him on a second line.
1: Okay. All right, George. Yeah. Okay. Can I, uh, thanks so much for the call. appreciate it. And he it. has
0: done that, George. Like Rick Bonus has put the second unit out once or twice as this thing has struggled.
1: Yeah. And they've, yeah. they've had better results, but uh, George, I appreciate the phone call. Okay. Take care.
2: Thanks, George. All right, man. Have a good one. Okay. You, you too. too. Enjoy
1: the weekend. All right, Gary, you're on the air. How's it going, Gary? What's up? What do you want to talk about on free for all Friday here on Jets at noon? Yeah,
2: it's
3: going great guys. You know what? I believe in Rick Bonus's voodoo magic. I think that he's, what he's doing is a great job. Um, you know, once Kyle Connors gets back in, I he's gonna be a horse to reckon with once he gets his, once he gets his mojo back.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too. I, it's it's gonna come. I mean I thought he was pretty dangerous uh against the Sharks on Wednesday. I, I thought he played really well. Um he was getting yeah. in there. He you know, I I base how Kyle Connor is moving on the ice. He has that quick jolt. You know what I'm talking about, Jim, where he does that quick back and forth. You can see his head, Bob. So that's when he's in his game. And I thought he played well on Wednesday, but he's just like the rest of the team. They can't score. You don't have to look at the number of goals they are scoring per
0: game to realize they're not scoring. All you have to do is look at Kyle Connor on a partial breakaway and he passes. I've never seen that. Like they're trying to, they overpassed against San Jose all game. They tried to feed Monaghan on the empty net, tried to get him one. Like, this is a team that is well aware that they're not getting goals, and they're trying to... They're And so when I just... I just feel it's a team that when the, the drought snaps and they get four or five in a game, it's just going to roll from there. But they just have to figure out a way. And to me, it's to get to the net. Go to the net... Be big, Be throw pucks at net, get to the net, get some second shots, some second and third shots off rebounds, and you'll start burying a few and, and feeling good about yourself.
1: Thanks a lot, Gary. Appreciate crash the phone call. That,
3: crash that net, absolutely, hands down, crash
1: that net. Hey, thanks a lot, Gary. Appreciate it.
3: Have a great day, guys. All right. Thank you me too, Bobby.
1: Gary. Okay, take care. Take care. Uh, and, uh, you know, we got some torts audio that we I want to make sure we play. You sent this to me last night, <laughs> and it's about the generational change and torts idea of players coming into the league and what they can or should expect. I want to make sure we have time for that. So we, we're going to take one more caller before we take a break, and we're going to bring James on the show. Hey, James, how you doing?
4: Hey, guys. Long-time listener. First-time caller.
1: Beautiful. Love hearing hey, that.
0: Hey, love that. Thanks for taking the
1: time.
4: Oh no! Worries getting off work early on a long weekend. Hear something about the Jets tickets? I'm like, I gotta try calling these guys and chat them up.
1: Okay, well, dude, what you got? What you got for us?
4: I honestly think we got to stop over analyzing the Jets. They are good. Yeah, they're not scoring big number goals lately, but these guys surprised us all with their big push in what November, December there.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And you got to let the system work. They're playing great hockey, and. Let them lose now. It's better losing now than it is in April. Yeah, you so. know what? Yeah,
1: you, it, James, I look at the five on five game. And the five on five game, I, I think, except for that second period against the Penguins, has been fairly rock solid throughout here. There's still a top team five on five. But it's, it's, the defense is there. It's like, uh, when they're in their own zone, they know exactly what they're what they're going to do and what they have yeah, to do. But it's when it transitions over. Control is
4: key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, like, they know what they're doing. But yes, I, I, what your segment earlier about you need to get those second, third shots off rebounds. Yeah, get a little bit more gritty. Get a little bit more greedy. Take those shots. You never know what's going to go in.
0: It's always weird because that's the only way I'd score is drive the net. Hope one hit me in the arse <laughs> and, and went into it. So to me, it's like, so I've never had the skill of of anybody that could, like, shoot. and de- But to me, it's what it is. It's Adam Lowry. I don't mind the idea of putting Niederreier out in front of the net on a I power play. I don't mind that either. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. And uh, and Monaghan, too. Like, that's why he's brought in. And Monaghan, I will say, like, watching him on the power play, he's had one in Philly where his stick just got away from him. Like, he had his stick on the puck mm-hmm. and then it got pushed away. Oh, uh, to yeah, bury yeah, one. Yeah. I, I do think it's going to come. I mean, it, it, look, we're all looking to this Vancouver game. It's it's the top offensive team against the top defensive team. Yeah. But Vancouver yeah. is good yeah. d- defensively as well. So yeah. this is a titanic battle. So if it doesn't happen Saturday, I, I understand that we will be taking these same calls. But I think by the end of this month, they're going to have a game or two where they just start clicking.
1: James, I got to
0: let you go.
4: Okay, uh, I just wanted to say, though, when did we ever think we would ever say a Titanic battle, pivotal in the league, where it's Canucks and Jets, right? Like, come on, that's some good Canadian hockey going on.
0: Yeah, there that's awesome. Saturday night of a long weekend, Louis Real would be proud of a game like this.
4: Oh, <laughs> <Hey>, yeah, boys.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm fired up, man. Let's go. James. <laughs> Let's go.
1: You know what I said to Greg Mackling <laughs> today when he was walking by? I said they're scoring five or six on Saturday against the Canucks.
4: I just got a feeling.
1: I got a feeling. They're going to start pouring in. You got a f- Cam's got a feeling. Thanks, James. And I, the only cure okay, is more...
4: C- Let's go. Oh. More
1: cowbell. <laughs> all right. Thanks, James. Uh, we got tons of time for more text messages to, as well. 204-780-6868. I want to make sure we play this uh, John Tortorella, this clip. It's absolute money. at his best. Uh, about young athletes, expectations heading into the league. I want to make sure we can squeeze that into the show. 1230, of course, huge game. So we're just talking about... About Saturday, Jets, Canucks. Um, we'll bring Dan Murphy, Canucks hockey host, gonna be joining us at twelve thirty, and of course, more of your phone calls here as we continue on with Free For All Friday. We got Jets tickets, Jets, Minnesota Wild, huge game at Canada Life Center, Black History Month game coming up on February twentieth, rivalry night. It's gonna be it's gonna be free wait for, for all. Oh,
0: turn this up. This will get you going on a Friday of a long weekend. You go harder on a long
5: weekend. It's going to get crazy. Harder. Free for all. We'll be right back. Jets at noon on 6-8-CJOB. It's a dumb league. It, 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 it is, it's changed for coaches, too. And we've had to make adjustments because there are so many mistakes made. And I I guess the thing with the young athletes is sometimes you have to wait your turn. Right, yeah, As far as gaining respect and and not wanting everything right now, not expecting everything right now as far as ice time, as far as your contract, whatever it may be. Sometimes it's good just to wait your turn and earn it. I think that's where I think the athletes have, have changed. They have entourages around them that I think direct them the wrong way. And... Uh, the hierarchy of a room, the hierarchy of what it is to be a pro, the process you have to go through as a pro, I think's lost a little bit with, with the athlete now. And uh, it's something I miss terribly in, in being in the league for so long, seeing where it's gone to now. Great athletes, great skill, great speed. But the, the mental and the understanding what it is to be a pro and, and respecting the National Hockey League, That's where I have some struggles.
1: John Tortorella, head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers, in discussion about the expectations of young athletes today, what they want from the league, and what they want pretty dang quick. It's a dumb league, is what Torts is saying. Look,
0: I agree with that. Um, Talent through the roof. It's better than ever. How you manage it, how you – and to me, Cam, it's a product of going into junior hockey or NCAA and – You got guys coming out, getting drafted, going to the American Hockey League or to the show and don't know how to do a load of laundry or cook for themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, It really is um, the show entourage's generation is here. They get to the show and they have four or five of their buddies from back home moving to Philadelphia, moving to Anaheim with them, hanging out with them. Now, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying the idea of I'm really talented and the work begins now because I want to stay in this league for 15 years isn't really there. The attitude of I got a breakaway and an empty net goal, I'm going to slap shot it in. I'm going to I'm going to do the Michigan in a game. Those kinds of things are have arrived.
1: Canucks hockey host Dan Murphy help us tee up the Jets and Canucks and hockey tickets. Minnesota Wild, Winnipeg Jets, February 20th, Canada Life Center. We got tickets to give
4: away. Don't go anywhere. Jets at noon on 680 CJOB. A mix
6: of sun and cloud today. Wind southwest at 20 gusting to 40 kilometers an hour with a high of minus 11. Tonight, partly cloudy with a 30% chance of flurries. Temperatures rising to minus 9 by morning. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud. Northwest wind at 30 gusting to 50 with a high of minus 3. And Sunday, sunny with a high of minus 6. Right now, it's minus 15. Feels like minus 21 at 680 CJOB. Now back to Jets at Noon.
1: Welcome back. Free for all Friday here on 680 CJOB. Jets at Noon. Bill says free for all Friday. You guys rule. Jets rule. Bombers rule. Vikings rule. Crimson tide rule. Alabama, really? Pick me, pick me. Sorry, hey, Bill. Bill. We yeah, got
0: you had the Jets, the Bombers. You didn't say Chicago Bears. You said Vikings. Yeah. I don't even think you're allowed to Texas anymore, Bill. Well, it's the Alabama that really Oh, the Bama did it for you. Yeah. For me it was the Vikings.
1: Okay. All right.
0: But Thanks, Bill. We Thanks, appreciate Bill.
1: It. I appreciate it. You said we rule. You rule. I'll say you rule. But uh,
0: a lot of action on Free For All Friday because the long weekend, people go harder.
1: Jamie says I don't need tickets because we're giving away tickets to the Minnesota Wild game here on the twentieth against the Winnipeg Jets. Massive rivalry game. I don't need tickets. I'm already going to the game. But come on, this has got to be the best text you've ever seen. Give me a shout out. That one from Jamie. So Jamie, appreciate
0: it. Enjoy the game, James. Uh, we
1: are getting e. tons of text messages from everywhere. I, I can't answer everybody. I'm going to make sure I do read them from everybody too, as well. Really, really appreciate um, all the all the text messages. Well, unfortunately, I have one pair of tickets to give away, and we'll give them away in the next uh, in the next uh, in the next segment. But. Uh, to join us right now Dan Murphy a Canucks hockey host uh, joining us now to help tee up the game on Saturday seven o'clock pregame show puck drop at nine right here on 680 CGOB Dan how you doing
6: I'm doing good Murph,
0: Bears? good to have right. you on come on now
1: Seahawks, Seahawks.
0: Go Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're kind of Bears and Seahawks are kind of the same level right now so we could do that we could find right. some Seahawks love Come on, man. <laughs> come on, Come he just, on, come <laughs> on! Murph just hung up the phone. I'm not talking to these clowns. Uh, Saturday night, nine p.m. Yeah. our time, seven p.m. Vancouver time. Is that the two best Canadian teams going at it?
6: I I, no, I would think so. I mean, I don't think there's a better team, probably defensively, than Winnipeg. Certainly, um, their goaltender has to be at or near the top of the league, and and maybe you know right there with the guy who's playing in Vancouver. Um, and in terms of teams at even strength, and I, I don't know, I don't know who would have predicted we'd be saying this at this point in the season, considering what's happened in the last decade or so. But I don't think there's a better team at five on five right now than the Canucks. Uh, you know, maybe the Florida Panthers with the way they're playing right now. Um, but this is something I don't think anybody foresaw. Uh, they score uh, at five on five. They defend very well at five on five. So I would think, yeah, this is, I mean, I'd say as far as the standings go, these are the best two teams. And I think probably with the way they're performing, I mean, Edmonton might be able to claw their way into the conversation, even though they lost, what, two of three. But I think uh, those three teams are clearly the top of the heap when it comes to Canadian hockey at this point.
0: And that's what I think is being lost with the Canucks season is how good they are defensively. They're mm-hmm. scoring a ton, the power play, they've got so much skill. Demko's awesome. Quinn Hughes is a Norris candidate, uh, uh, clearly but they're a good defensive team, aren't they, Dan?
6: Well, and if you ask me what the biggest difference is, um, you know, I think we could have predicted that uh, Quinn Hughes is going to have a good season, right? Now it's not out of the realm of possibilities before the season. He's been just trending upwards. Uh, you know, uh, JT Miller was going to be good. Elias Petterson, you know, these guys are kind of in the primes. So Hugh was going to be good. But, you know, this is a team that, you know, defensively last year and the previous year's, Structurally, they were a mess, and if Thatcher Demko didn't steal the game, there was no chance of winning. But you know, give Alvin and Rutherford credit; they have completely remade this blue line. Um, You know, going into this year, there's at least uh, one new face on every pair. You've got Horanek playing, of course, with Quinn Hughes. They also brought in Ian Cole. They brought in Carson Soucy Uh, this season. They brought in Nikita Zadorov, Friedman, who hasn't played much, but is you probably your number eight. So um, it's amazing what having actual National Hockey League uh, National Hockey League defensemen can do to help a team. And I'm not saying it's just just those guys. Um, I think Tockett's uh, played a role in teaching some of the young players around here um, how to defend in the way they want to. But the remaking of the blue line, I think, to me, is the biggest reason why this team has is, is found a way to turn things around and, and be you know, very consistent from opening night.
1: Well, you talk about the defense. What about the forwards? Is there buy-in defensively from them as well?
6: Well, again, it's a, you know, so the previous regime with Benning and, and Wisebrod, uh, it's the same, you know, same uh, pro scouting group. So clearly these guys now have been given a different directive of what to look for because while Benning and those guys, you know, they whiffed on a lot of their uh, free agency acquisitions, their trade acquisitions. I don't know if this group has really missed on one yet. And if you look at who they brought in, you know, they brought in Teddy Bluger, who's now, you know, setting, you know, one of the best two or three-third lines in the league. Pew Suter has played up and down the lineup. He has uh, been of a heck of a find uh, for this team. Um, so, uh, you know, Lafferty, who was brought in at the very start of the season from Toronto for a fifth-round pick. So they've, they've identified these, these depth players that have actually helped out with the high-end skill guys um, to play the style that they want to play. So certainly, um, with the addition of some of these guys to fill out the bottom the bottom of the lineup uh, up front, uh, it, it's helped considerably.
0: You know, you mentioned some of the, the front office past and present, Dan, and I, I was blown away when the Canucks came to the press box last year here in Winnipeg with just how much brass they have. And then I remembered that they have Rutherford, and they have a GM, and they have assistant GMs, and they have analytics, and they have everything here. But... Um, really this has been a, a a sort of a turnaround and and that's really what else is going into last year, or Saturday night's game in my mind is just the Canucks having this big front office and, and sticking with it and, and getting this team to play the way they have this year with talk but also the jets like, you know, Rick bonus disgusted and, and disappointed with how the season ended last year and not knowing what contracts were mm. the distance traveled for both these organizations from April to October is immense and and both are great stories going into the game
6: yeah and and i don't want to i'm not i don't really want to blame the betting regime but you know what it's like when it gets late in the tenure for a gm and things aren't going well they're going to close shop up a little bit right they're going to be more protective they're going to make the decisions they feel are best to you know perhaps keep their job um and that's kind of what always happens you know um But you're right. They, you know, uh, Rutherford came in. uh, He hired Patrick Alveen, They uh, brought Emily over from the agency side to help uh, with contracts. AGM. They've got Cameron Adell here as an AGM on the scout side of things. Um, You know, Ryan Johnson uh, is is working as GM of the the Abbey Canucks, and then just uh, also with their development. Like at the beginning of uh, in training camp, this is who's on the ice with these prospects. You've got not only Rick Tockett and, you know, Sergey Gonchar and Adam Foote, but then you have Daniel and Henrik Sedin. You've got Chris Higgins. You've got Michael Samuelson. You've got Mike Komisarek. So you've got, you know, not only a, a handful of Hall of Famers, but some other very, very good players that played in the league for a very long time. So I, I think that the alignment from top to bottom, and that includes the American Hockey League franchise, has been you know, something that, you know, fans of this team have been looking for for a long time, just to have a vision from the top that's being carried out right through all aspects of the organization.
1: Dan, I got three words for you. fill the thrill. Yeah. Is he going to find his way into the Canucks lineup?
6: Well, here's the thing. Like, I, I've scratched my head at a few things that this regime has done and they've worked out. Like when they traded a first and a second for Philip Hironic last year, I thought, why are they doing this now? Why aren't they using that first round pick? And, You know, now uh, most of us in this market are reading Crow on on saying those types of things. I I don't exactly see where he fits except for depth. Um, You know, I I don't know if he fits the style of bottom six uh, forwards that that Tuckett wants now. Of course, Tuckett was with the Penguins when he was part of the HBK line, right? Um, And so uh, I'm never going to say never. It could be some good depth. It could be second unit power play depth. Um, you know, they have kind of, they picked up Lindholm, but there is seemingly another top six forward spot there because they've rotated in the, uh, Pew suitors and the Niels Hoaglander, who's been lights out recently, by the way. So you never know. I think he's there for insurance. I think they'll probably sign him to an AHL deal, let him play down there. So he goes, but I don't usually doubt with that what Friedman says. And he says that unless something goes terribly wrong, I think they plan on signing him. It's just, I, I I'm very interested to see at where the fit might be.
0: Having been to Abbotsford, if he stays there, he'll be a god in that town. He'll be.
6: Like, <laughs> that's, where, that's where I was born, maybe.
0: There you go. Yeah. The, the Dan Murphy sign will be taken down for at least a month. Well, I'm more of a mission
1: down. guy. I'm more of a mission guy, not an Abbotsford guy. Wow. Well, that's why. I think that's why you're not
0: Adam
6: Hadwin. I think Nicki and Adam Hadwin. There you go. Right
0: that's <laughs> why you're not as sharply dressed. You're not from Abbotsford. That's, that's, the, that's yeah. why. <laughs> Last one for you, Dan. Um, the the two goaltenders in this game on Saturday are obviously going to be leading the way for Team USA. Um, we mm-hmm. all know how good Connor Halibut has been in this town, but I, I think Thatcher Demko. The team is so good right now in Vancouver, but I think he's been a big part of it. How good has he been this year? Has he taken a step up?
4: Yeah,
6: and I think part of it was because last year, remember, uh, at the beginning of the season, he struggled. No question. But that was a large part because uh, of the environment in front of him. Like, he's just trying to do too much. You go away from what makes you successful. And now they have the system in front of him. And he got hurt, of course, again in December, I think it was, and missed eight weeks. Um, He had come off a procedure the previous summer. This year, he has been excellent. I mean, the trajectory had always been good. Uh, but he has been lights out. I think he's won 10 consecutive games on home ice. Uh, he doesn't quite have the the hellebuck, what, 30 straight starts of three goals or less, um, but uh, he has been uh, a rock backfair for them, and I think that he's thoroughly enjoying uh, the structure in front of him, especially on the penalty kill, which had been historically bad for a few seasons, and so I think that he's not being asked to do too much, and when you have a a really, really good goaltender that's not asking you to too much, they can focus on what they have to do and they, they win a lot more than they lose.
1: Canucks hockey host Dan Murphy joining us here uh, on Jets at Noon here on 680 CGB. Dan, really appreciate you popping on. Take care. Enjoy okay, the game. Guys.
6: Take care. Can't yeah. wait to see Bones.
0: Yeah, thanks, Dan. He's looking forward to seeing you too, he told us. <laughs> I, he hasn't talked to us in a long time, but he's he's looking forward <laughs> to seeing you anyway. All the best, Murph.
1: All right, boys. Take care. All right, take care. Um, great stuff there. You know, it's gonna be a re- it's going to be a... It's gonna be a heck of a game on Saturday. Um and and what Dan is saying there is hundred percent accurate. And I, I I'm trying to go back to the Canucks a year ago with what was going on there. Yeah. The Paul the Bruce Boudreaux, Bruce, there it is, all that stuff. Let him um, go.
0: Just and the pain, for and him. the pain. He was but,
1: crying on the bench. Well, but look at what Rick. And I understand the rebuilding the blue line, and I and I agree, Dan, with Dan. That's does changed a lot of stuff. But look at what Rick Tockett's been able to get out of the guys like Elias Pettersson, J T. Miller. Um, I mean, just go down the line for the rest of Quinn Hughes. Look at their performance well, and, under Rick Tockett compared to Bruce. I mean, you, you can't with with uh, hindsight being twenty twenty. Brock Besser's
0: Josh Morrissey story, yeah. right? Like his father yeah. was passing away yeah. and he had a couple of rough years and dealt with that. And now he's firing on all cylinders. He's got 30 goals ready this year. I, I'm so happy um, for him. It, it's, it's interesting on and off the ice, the distance traveled by both these organizations. And yeah. it's a great story in the national hockey league, not just in Canada that both are in the top 10 of the national hockey league. And, and both are, I mean, this is a matchup that's going to be highly watched around the national hockey league on Saturday night.
1: We got Minnesota wild tickets Against the Winnipeg Jets, February 20th, Black History Month game. Uh, we'll give those away. We'll take some callers. You've got some very nice callers patiently waiting here. We'll bring them on, get their thoughts, and, uh, yeah, we'll give away these tickets before Seahawks. the end of the game. I don't want to Seahawks. say anything. I like to. He's <laughs> like, come on. Come
0: on. Skylar Peters to the Seahawks. What Skylar are we doing Skylar Peters loves
1: the Seahawks. What are we doing here? Loves the Seahawks. Get out of here. Free for all. Free for all Friday. We'll be right back. Jets at noon on 680 CJOB. Free for all Friday. Getting very close to giving away. Free for all. Giving away these tickets for the Minnesota Wild the Winnipeg Jets, February 20th. Qu-
0: quickly, Ian McIntyre has covered the Canucks for decades. Um, put a piece out today. You should go read it if you want to tee up the game. Elias Lindholm appears to find a home with Canucks. Uh, Nikita Zadorov, who came from Calgary earlier in the year, had the quote in the piece, you will see he's an unreal centerman. I put him in the same category as Barkov and Couturier. And I do too. Like Lindholm in Calgary, he's the straw that stirs the drink. He might not be the guy who gets all the points, but Mm -hmm. he's the guy who makes guys better. And it just kind of like Monaghan here, hasn't had any points since he got traded. Lindholm had a slow start with the Canucks. You just... Just give it a little time here, and that's why I think that both these teams made these moves now is to have more time to get them some chemistry
1: going. We'll try to get these callers on. Reynolds, how's it going, man? Welcome to Free For All Friday. How are you? Thanks for holding.
3: I'm doing good. Yeah, I just want a quick comment on the, on the Jets here. Um, I really like Bonus's passion last year when the Jets lost in the first round, the no pushback. Uh, we have Jet fans, uh, you know... Oh, you know, the sky's falling, sky's falling. The Jets are going to dwindle again in the second half. I don't believe that this year. They're a completely different team. Uh, Bonus has got them playing a good defensive structure. Guys have all bought in. Um, and it's an 82-game season, so they're not going to win all games. Yeah, there's going to be ups and downs, and every team goes through it. And the Jets are going to work themselves through it. And with the acquisition of Monaghan, yeah, he hasn't had a point yet, but he's looked good out there. He wins a lot of faceoffs. It's just a matter of time before he starts putting up points. And I still feel that the Jets are maybe another big trade on the D, maybe a top four D. And I say if they can cure the power play, uh, we can go a long ways this year.
1: I'm with you, Reynolds.
0: I'm with you too. And I do think the power play needs to get corrected. That'll win or lose you a game in in a playoff series. And so that's um, whether they add or not. I think, um, like I was on Vancouver Radio this morning, they said, are the Jets healthy? I go, they're healthy. Not only here, but Ville Hainola's playing again and everything. Um, I think they're going to tinker and look at some some pieces that they may add, but even if they don't, to me, the key to the playoffs is getting this power play going. Okay,
1: Reynolds, I got to let you go, but thanks so much for the phone call. I just got to go to Steve here. Hey, Steve, how you doing?
0: You got 20, <laughs> 20 seconds, Steve. 10.
2: Okay, 20 seconds. I uh, went to a private school. I met an old uh, friend of mine who happens to be upper management at the Jets. I said, hey, when I was teaching, we used to have meetings about all the problems we were having. I told him, uh, this upper management guy for the depth, I said, the biggest uh, thing about this, uh, having all the problems give me a solution? He says, thanks, Steve. That night coach bonus in the box was getting interviewed. The guy says, we're looking for solutions. Two games later, in the, on, the, on the TV, you probably see it, there was a camera in the dressing room. And it said on the wall in big letters, solutions, not excuses. Wow. Are we, are we, Jets fans owe you know a lot,
1: Steve. I don't know if that was me, but I'm pretty sure it was. You put it out in the universe, Steve, e- I think.
0: Even if it wasn't, Steve, you were on the same track.
1: That's right, and that's just as good. Thanks so much for that call, Steve. Errol, I got two seconds for you, bud.
4: Okay, I'll make it uh, short and sweet. Uh, I had a trip with know uh, and an, an extra old friend, uh, we went, we drove down to uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, and uh, we had, uh, you know, a good time, and a, yeah. my, my decision was to, uh, you know, spend the night at Apple River and buy a tent.
1: Wisconsin, in Wisconsin.
4: It rained cats and dogs, and her idea was to spend the night in St. Paul, and by the time we got back to Winnipeg after the weekend, she broke up with me.
1: Oh, boy. Well, I'm sorry about <laughs> that, Errol.
4: I, yeah, that's why I want to win the ticket. Oh,
1: <laughs> Errol, but I, 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 I yeah.
4: That's, that's pretty good, Errol, but you chose
1: the tent, not her, so we blame you. Okay, but we got to give the tickets away here. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello. Who we got here? Who's this? Hey, guys, it's James. Is it James? Hey.
0: James. James. You, you got yeah. off work early
4: today, didn't you, to go harder? Oh, yeah. I got. Out. I worked hard this morning on the chase to get off really to go harder.
0: Well, you're going to see the Jets of the Wild, baby. Jets of the Wild for James on a long weekend. Long weekend yeah,
1: edition. Free. Thank you, Louis Real. <laughs> Thank you, Louis Real. <laughs> 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 Thanks so much, everybody. Wait, Free for boy. all Friday. Thanks, guys. These uh, these might be Louis rail seats, but we'll get them to you. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> we gotta go. Jim Toth will take you all the way until three o'clock. Thank you very much, Jeff. Free fortune for news the show. That's it for me. I'll be back same time Tuesday. See you.
4: Chats at noon on six eighty CJOB.